I'm Justin. I'm the Cinemaiden. And I'm Caleb. Uh, we are three friends who saw a movie tonight, and we're going to talk about it. We are the Cinema Guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Cinema Guys podcast version 2.0. Do you love movies? We, we, we do. Okay, well, uh, Caleb uh, is a friend of the show. He's been on the show before. Yeah, uh, I went under a pseudonym. Under He's a an pseudonym. artist formerly known as Cinema yes. Toast Crunch. Cinnamon. Cine- well, I thought it was Cinnamon Toast Crunch. No, it's Cinema Toast was, Crunch. Yeah, cinema. Oh, that makes more sense. Oh makes more you, sense. you said the same thing last time. I when know. You I were think corrected. I always say that. <laughs> I'm telling you, once I'm it's in my brain as one thing, it doesn't change. Um, and I like to call you Dr. Paul. Um, because you are Dr. Paul, I am. and I meet several students of yours, oh and I'll be like, "Hey, do and you mind?" I'll be like, "Do you know my friend Caleb?" And they'll be like, "You mean Dr. Paul?" And I'm like, "Yes, I do." We had Dr. your Paul. kids on the podcast last year too. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 We yeah. do a lot of that stuff. That was awesome. Oh, I forgot about that. That's right. That was fun. It was really fun. Your kids are a lot of feminists, and I loved it. <laughs> they were. Um, so before we start talking about poor things. A um, couple quick announcements. We are doing a live event, yeah. a, a kind of a whole weekend the of whole events. The whole weekend, yeah. Um, all centered around Dune 2, uh, which I just re- rewatched Dune 1. Did you like Dune 1? I actually just saw it for the first time. I Did love you like it. it. I really liked it, except somehow I didn't know that it was only half. Dude, oh, right. I had the same thing. <laughs> it's not even half. I think it's or a or third, like, no, right? No, it's a half. It's oh, a half. okay. No, so when it ended, I was like, Where's what? the rest? Uh, what? Yeah. Where's the rest of the book? Um, did anyways, you read the book? Wait, did you read the book? Yeah, yeah long same. ago. I loved the book, but it was a long Dune 2. And so, and then Wait, we're what are we doing with Dune 2? Yeah, we're going to watch the movie at the Kenwood Theater. Yes. Uh, do events with them. Maybe some trivia, some giveaways. C- maybe costume out. or prop yeah, contest. Yeah, costume contest. And then, also with us that weekend, will be Joseph Beth. They'll be hanging out with, they're going to send one of their... Master booksellers. Master booksellers, which I just learned that term, which is a great term. Yeah, so um, we'll have them on the podcast. Yeah, and then we're going to go to Joseph Beth and do some trivia stuff there, too, just to yeah. make it a Dune 2 weekend. weekend. <laughs> on release weekend of uh, Dune. P.S. Unrelated to our event, does anyone watch Saturday Night Live? Yes. Uh, did you oh. see the music video this weekend with the Dune 2 cup? No. no. Uh, it was a music video yes, of yeah, teenagers. Yeah, yeah. Wait, yes, I did. Yes, teenagers I did. Taken, have you seen the Dune 2 cup? No. So movie theaters well, for popcorn, <laughs> it's a sandworm, but it does. It looks very vaginal um, uh, because there's teeth and you it. reach in there and you bring popcorn out. And I, we all thought it when we saw it, like the example, but they made a whole video about teenagers getting their popcorn so they can go have sex with the Dune Duke cup. Uh, it was hilarious. Why, who, who hasn't seen, uh, uh, what's that thing called? Flashlight. Oh, yes, oh that's what boy. it looks like. Uh, or like a Sarlacc <laughs> pit of some sort. Yeah. Anyways. Um, I thought you were going to bring up uh, Smoke Cheddar the Ass Getter. What? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I don't you know what that is. That's, it's Timothy Chalamet's. It's a, it's a two-time uh, returning re- recurring character on SNL. What? Where what? he is. Yeah, he, he does a um, YouTube. No, sorry. Not YouTube. Um, basically, he's. No, not even TikTok. Shoot. It's like. It's. It's. 
It's another thing like that. But he's basically, he's an online rapper who's made like one ridiculous rap. He's so. I know that. Oh my God. Skirt, that's it. Him and Pete Davidson. Him and Pete Davidson do it. The Drop sec- that. The second Hit one that. is the second one's better with just him and not Pete Davidson. Oh really? I yeah. love the Pete Davidson one. He didn't do oh, it this so year good. on Wonka episode because he he would let host it. I'm, anyways. Oh, Damn, Timothy Shamalamet, we love you. We do oh. love him. Uh, anyways, that event. Anyway, uh, yeah. we will have M- exact around March first time. Yeah, we're still hammering out the details to yeah, come. Yeah, yeah. Su- super exciting. It's gonna be our first like live event in a while. It'll be yeah, and super also fun. we love Joseph Beth and Kenwood Theater. Yeah. They they've been really awesome. It's yeah. true. Um, we do love Joseph Beth. <laughs> we love. Well, yeah, we approach them because we love them so yeah. much. Anyways, um, yeah, we sought them out. Uh, also, and we I think I posted about it, but you should totally. I don't. Have you been to the Kenwood Theater? Yeah. Uh, okay. I I had no idea when I knew her it reopened. I thought it was just in the old location, and we and I actually got a tour. And like their cool event space yeah, and the all the event, theaters. Oh, maybe I haven't seen all the new stuff. Yeah, there's yeah, like restaurants cool. and like cool okay. rental space. And there's one space we can we're trying to ramp. It has like a movie theater, pool table, hangout space. It's yeah. really cool. Um, so, anyways, go to the Kenwood Theater, check them out. Um, okay, so usually around this time we would do some sort of game, some sort of list. But, uh, but I think nothing speaking to and us. And I could be wrong. Um, but I feel like we might have a lot to talk about uh, after just coming Especially off this movie. Especially with Dr. Paul. Uh, oh, hey, that's our other announcement. I do want to thank all of our Patreons. Oh, yeah. Uh, man, for for giving to the show. And we got to take our guest, Dr. Paul, to the movies tonight. Yes. Uh, because you guys yes. have Patreon. Thank you. Patreons I allow us to take our guests. Oh, oh my God. That's awesome. so great. Can that become a regular thing? Like, taking Dr. Paul to the movies. <laughs> yeah, we're like, taking right? Dr. Paul to the movies. Uh, here I am. Where are we going? Uh, anyways, thank you for that. And so I th- think we have a lot to talk about. So we are going to jump into poor things. Uh, just remember that we're usually a podcast that you should probably see the movie before we start talking. But in this case tonight, you definitely should or else... You'll probably be bored and lost. So go watch it and then come get this episode. Yeah. Do we need to talk about a synopsis of it? Because I don't think I, I could don't give one. I think I could. I mean, she's. it's a Frankenstein retelling. How about that? Uh, now, how much of how much knowledge about what this plot and movie was going to be did you have before you walked in? I knew it was a Frankenstein story, and that's about it. How about you? And there was Kayla? a lot of sex. Okay, yeah. I, I feel like I had maybe vaguely heard the Frankenstein piece, but that sort of came back up for me as we were watching, and I have a lot of thoughts on that. Um, also, and, I, and I knew there was sex, too. I yeah. think that's what I knew. Also, before we get too into it, this is a not safe for children, work, everything episode. Oh, I'm sure. Based oh, yeah. on the plot of the movie, uh, so yeah. Please, yeah. please know that. Oh, I already thought, because like, when I get home, uh, my children love movies, and they'll be like, oh, how was it? And I'm going to have to be like, it's really good. Uh, you guys can see it when you're not with me and you're yeah. <laughs> not around me <laughs> some of the time. I mean, it's straight, uh, yeah. it's straight porn at more um, points. The, uh, I had no idea. I knew it was, I thought it was going to be a, you know, we just talked about Wonka. I was picturing like a very whimsy, Frankenstein-y art piece. Yeah, and but, it but sort knowing of the is. director, that's not. That's not what was going to happen. Yeah. And so, and I do love this director. Everything I've ever seen is pretty fun and thought provoking. So, anyways, let's get into it. Um, Does anyone want to start off with a thought that they have? Let's do stars first. 
Oh, okay. How, yeah. Out of stars. five stars. We do it out of five stars. What do you give this film out of five stars? I would say uh, three and a half. Ooh. Three and a half, maybe four. I thought you'd go higher. Four. It's probably going to be a four. Oh, we can get her to go four and a half. No. I thought you'd go even <laughs> higher. No. Do I hear four and a half? <laughs> four and a half. <laughs> I'm hearing half. a little bit more than four. No. Three and a half when I said it felt too low. Four uh, is probably I did four. That's exactly what only I did. Beca- I don't think I'll ever watch it again is the thing. I'm not sure I'll watch it again. But I loved the a lot of the themes of it. Not to give too much away yet. Yeah. Anyway, what about you? Caleb. It's a straight five for me. I'd it's not. It. It's not even close. <laughs> I like. I don't hesitate on that one. That's nice. a five. Now, yeah. did you did you yeah. think you were gonna have five it going in? Ooh. I, I mean, I'd heard amazing things about yeah. it. I'm glad I didn't know a lot of the details because I think I, if I'd known too much, I would have been comparing. But yeah, yeah, it had a lot I didn't expect. There was a point about halfway through where I my head just had to go. You need to start paying attention to the themes here, man. Like, cause it, 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 it started, cause it, it, the, the narrative, cause I just was going on the narrative alone at first of her getting with Mark Ruffalo in that whole act was a, was a, like, okay, I was just like, oh, I see where this is going. And then once that started falling apart, I was like, oh, I do not see where this is going. And I had to, oh I had my to God, re- only then you figured it out. I had to refigure my brain. Yeah. yeah. See, that's how the problem, thing is, that's how I watch move like, you know, as an English teacher and all this, I mean, I watch to deconstruct and analyze. I love that. So if I can see a movie's going there, I like lock in on that. Yeah. Uh, So if you had to go with a theme, and I know there's several, there's several like threads you could, you could pull from. If you were like, man, the theme that I really, or maybe the theme that resonated most with you, what would you say? The sexual liberation of women. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was going to say, certainly, I mean, women, you know, very pro-woman, very much that women, no matter what else is going on, can create themselves. Yeah. They don't they don't need creators, and they don't need controllers. And also, uh, yeah, there's a lot to unpack So there. am I a jerk if I didn't feel the woman theme as much? Mm-hmm. No, because so it doesn't. It doesn't track. It tracks with who you are as a person. You're so just like I definitely at first I did. At first I was like, okay, this is. But then I then I thought it was more than that. So, oh, okay. I'm interested in that. Okay. Um, because I liked I loved who she was. Um, but I didn't love who she was because she was a woman. I loved this idea of like I'm just gonna be honest. So and, and that, now that she's making that choice, she just was. I'm gonna say like when she she when she would tell Mark Ruffalo exactly. But she's. But assessing. I think that that has w- a um, lot to do with her being a woman too. Like it right, was right. socially in the film, like she wasn't allowed to say those. Yeah, because if it was a man, I thought that too. Oh, if it was a man, this wouldn't have be so powerful. Um, but then, but my because my first theme in my head that I when I was like, okay, I'm gonna put a theme was naivety, that I was watching a child turn into a teenager with the the one guy yeah. and then when Mark Ruffalo this is our like college phase and yeah. almost every new act was a new season of life as she met a new mentor to take her into that next season right yeah. like uh and you always come back to your parents in the end uh no I came back to myself where I was like me. like well, I'm that's so naive I and this word gets so complicated but I think that's one of the amazing things is she is her own parent. Yeah. Right? So there's this whole thing mm. in it that really, in the end, she is the she mother does. and the daughter, right? So 
I don't know. And so, just for the narrative of the film, this surgery can only take place if the woman is pregnant with her own baby? Is that second girl, was she pregnant with her own baby? Or were you saying? I, I don't think it's clear. Because she did it to the, she brought the notes in for the goat yeah. mental transplant. Yeah. So I don't well, think that's um, true. How much context do you guys usually provide for the? Ba- do we assume people have <laughs> no, seen this no, movie? No. Yes, we assume okay. people have seen it. Because <laughs> if um, they haven't, they're, they're feeling like, what the. We should probably put a caveat on the beginning. Like, if you haven't seen this, because yeah, I can't explain it. it. It's not like it's like, you know, Dune Two, Volatrides <laughs> <laughs> in the desert. Yeah. Now what's going to happen now? Um, no, but I, that's actually one of my favorite things about this director is that every movie I've ever seen. He just throws you in, and you just have to adapt yeah, to the world that he's in. Um, and but, but I, I wanted to keep talking about this, but don't, don't let me forget to talk about the aesthetics of the film too. I'm interested that, in some of that. Too. And that's why when I said like you were the two people I really wanted to talk to you about, like uh, Cinematin. <laughs> yes, am I referring to yeah, that yeah, way? Yeah. Uh, for you is because exactly this discussion that we've started having about sort of the sort of the pro-female, feminist, sort of liberation mm. part of it, mm-hmm. and you, Justin, it was because it was a friggin' piece of visual it art. It was yeah. visual I mean, art. The, 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 I was just stunningly gorgeous. So that was like, yeah. as an, since you're an, an artist, mm. I kind of wanted to come back I to like, that. I get the lame one. You get the cool one. <laughs> no, uh, let's, but that's, let's, I would like to unpack the, what you, what was so liberating I mean, it wasn't liberating for me, right? But it was like it was. Ooh. It was nice to watch that in film. Yeah, happen. She was. She was. There was a lot of things that she was being told she had to feel, or that she had to do, or that she had to restrain in herself, and she was just like, uh, "No, why?" And then you could see the like naivety turn into like resolve in her of like, "No, I'm going to protect my body, mm. and if that means that I need to kill you and turn you your brain into a goat, that means that's what I'm going to do." Mm. What time period uh, frame was this supposed to be? There is no it, that's outside of the realm of possibilities to figure out. Because there was a little bit of like Victorian, yeah. Victorian, I, it, but there like there was a little bit of there like was even a little bit of like Shakespearean language at some point. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would say like aesthetically, it was Victorian more than anything else. But yeah, yeah I think it was very intentionally out of out of time, like Book of Clarence, like a Book of Clarence. Um. I don't know. It just, I don't know. Yeah. I think that it just also showed a lot of like when she, when he called her a whore out in the street in front of the whorehouse when she was walking with her lover at the time, she, she said, no, my body, I'm using my body for income or something. Or like, uh, she said, she I'm, say? I'm, I'm my own means of production. I yes. Believe. I'm yeah. my own yeah. means of production. Like she doesn't need anyone else. She can do this thing that she loves, figure out how to love it. And then also provide shelter and food for herself. Mm-hmm. Well, and that was another, I thought, really good part of the movie is like he calls her whore, right? That's supposed to be so shocking and horrible. And it like the even the tone of the film, like you, it doesn't phase you. Like, yeah, she doesn't care that you no. don't care for that. Uh, um, what did you think of the character of Willem Dafoe and God, especially as him him, him being referred to as God? I thought about that one a lot. I did. I wanted to actually ask you about that because I don't know. So he's creator, right? Yeah, he's creator, but, but and also in the beginning he said, "Are you religious or something like that?" And he talked he about. Because do you believe in guys? Like you're talking about the deity or me? Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, he's creator, but not. I mean, so this is where I thought the Frankenstein part was interesting because it goes against actually the a lot of the things. So first of all, that he himself is presented physically, right, as he is Frankenstein's creature already, mm-hmm. right? He's sort of and been. We created. don't know what happened to him, right? His father, we his is, like his father's done all sorts like of him. stuff. Just like him, yeah. But he's the one who looks all stitched up and pieced together. Yeah. Yeah, and they even call him a monster in the beginning. Yeah. And then he also says, doesn't he say, like, after she goes off, he's like, you went out and created, um, shoot, what's her name? I forgot her name already. Bella. Bella. What's her last name again? Bella. Bella. There's the B. Blur. Blake. Blur. Braxton. Am I making that up? Bella. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) No. But she goes and, like, he he says something about, like, you went. Baxter. Baxter. Bella Baxter. Bella Baxter. He's like, you went out and created. He says something about, you went out and created created Bella Baxter. Um. I like that. Even so, for like a Frankenstein, because Frank, Dr. Frankenstein was very, um, he took ownership over his creations. And so I guess it, I mean, it, yeah. Uh, no, I liked, if I was thinking of the God perspective, I liked, so he's creator, but he also, because I, I thought he, I was waiting for him to be the bad guy in the beginning. Yeah, um, a little bit. But he, he was the one who liberated her, like let her go. Okay, yeah, you can, I didn't think he was going to let her go. I didn't um, think so either. I was actually but shocked by that. in letting her go and explore, and I'm not talking about her as female, just her as his creation. I'm going to let it go, and I'm going to let it become what it needs to become, experience what it needs to experience, the highs, the lows, and knowing that she's going out to a, a horrible place where people will probably take advantage of her naivety. This guy, Mark Ruffalo, is not going to do great what things with her. What was it that she said to him that made him change his mind? Uh, I'll hate you. I will hate you. Uh, my heart yeah. will be filled with hate, and he didn't want her to be a creature filled with hate. Is my guess, and that that goes to Frankenstein also. I mean, yeah. like the actual Frankenstein, he is a creature initially filled with hate, and he d- he. Oh, I mean, the Frankenstein's creature also goes and basically creates himself from experience yeah. in the world. But, um, I also do you know this is where I think like the visual and the stuff we're talking about like overlap. So, I was trying to pay attention, and I lost track, but I'm pretty sure it's all black and white when she is living in the place with God and the guy. Yeah, it flips the second that the other dude, I forgot his name, the other guy says, what do you think she's doing? And you see her, like, bone in Ruffalo, it's color. Okay. Like, that's when it switches. That's why it's so, it was such a, like, oh, shit. Um, So, yeah, it switches the color. Uh, The, the, especially the ship and, like, the, it was, like, Victorian, but there was also, like, a, Wizard of Oz yeah. uh, fairy tale part to it, and there was this futuristic part to it, and this, yeah, I didn't think it's steampunk, huh. but when you said that, and that made it a lot of sense, like, um, and, like, the steam's green, the steam's not, uh, and, the, and, like, his weird, oh, hold on, what were the burps? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> what, I don't, I have no idea. I don't get that one. Um, that was just, that was just weird. Uh, I thought like I was like, did I miss something with what this? Okay, anyways, uh, but yeah, like there's all these sort of futuristicy gadgets that he's attached to, uh, but at the same time, uh, they're prim and proper, like a you know, uh, Pride and Prejudice kind of feel to it as well. Uh, so, anyways, the art part was really I w- I was really just fascinated by like what it what are they saying with this? What is this? Like, c- especially because the boat reminded me of Jabba's barge. <laughs> did you think of Jabba's barge? I did think of a little bit. <laughs> um, the uh, okay. Oh, I was just thinking about the relationship she had with each of the men. Yeah. 
in relationship with each other. Like there, and in the end, who was there? God had died, and then the her first little boyfriend researcher guy was there, but not forcing himself on her. Right. Yeah. He was. Uh. He was Michael Sarah's character in Barbie. What? What is he? Alan. Alan. He was the Alan. <laughs> the way he takes such offense to being called an Alan. <laughs> <laughs> he is an Aww. Alan. Um, the uh. But then also she had her lover from the Ho House. Mm-hmm. Oh, you think she was actually in love with her? Yeah. Um, well, the men, I, I wonder, like, I think that's super, like, yeah, the, the relationship the with the men, men. The men all wanted something from her. Right. Initially, initially, the researcher wanted something from her. and But the woman, the, the her lover, not the, the whorehouse lady, yeah. was giving to her. She gave her advice. She gave her something to make her feel better after her first encounter in the whorehouse yeah uh but i would say the whorehouse lady gave her like uh, that was my favorite thing about her character is that she could take snippets from everything even the bad people oh like yes i love but i'm talking about the other people as people yeah yeah yeah. um so you're comparing her to luffy from uh (laughs) (laughs) sort of so i mean that's so that when i thought naive i I don't naivety isn't always bad i was thinking i was just picturing really myself like oh this is I, I every lesson that I learned in life I had to learn from experiencing someone doing that. Like I had to learn grace from experiencing people doing things that I had to. Oh, you have to forget. I had to learn that so, everyone's not safe and people don't always have your back when you get betrayed. Like I just learn it, and I'm sure we all learn it that way. But like I was, wa- and so in the beginning with the sex too, I hit a point at one point. I was like, ah, this is they're really building up that sex is such a big deal. And that's when it hit me with the seasons. Like, Oh, well when I was 20, yeah, sex was everything. Like yeah. that is like when she goes, why don't people do this all day? I'm like, that's the, I think I probably said that exact same phrase. Like this is, uh, yeah. and then I like that that slowly and then in the end. She finally, she found a man that she was like, Oh, I don't want to have sex with you a lot, but you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, because sex would became it's just what is we we she evolved almost past that. Yeah. Like like and everything starts off very animalistic. I'm breaking dishes. I'm doing things that make uh, entertain me or make me feel happy. And then it moved into sex and then it moved into like eating. Uh oh yeah, and eating and then there was a crave of knowledge and then and then my favorite part was the breaking. I actually didn't think about that the whole time because I was seeing her as the tragic character. But then when you when she sees the the dead babies, um, you're like, oh, yeah, she has regardless of her life has been a very posh, uh, privileged upbringing. Was poverty introduced by the first black man she encountered? Yes. So I I caught on to that, too. I was like, oh, Oh, that's interesting on to that. The first black character introduced showed opened her eyes to mm. a world outside of her own. Yep. And he did not want to have sex with her. No. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Well, and yeah. he's he's also with the first older person, right? Yeah. Who is that's a, who's not God. Oh yeah, she that's was not my God. Favorite Certainly character. the first older woman, and who and she says remember when you were talking about the sex thing, she's like. Oh yeah, that's not. That's not what know, I care about. That's not what I care about anymore. What's between What's between my ears is between more my important. Ears that's what between my legs. legs. Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, she was my she was my favorite character. The older and when she when that when he was when Mark Ruffalo was trying to attack her and she just sat there laughing at that him. That was hilarious. I was like, I loved that. Yes. Well, and I love uh, Mark Ruffalo. Like what he at first he symbolizes like sneaky fun. Let's get out of here. Let's go explore the world. But exploration he's, and he's then shallow. sex and but then it just was fleeting and he turned into despair and crazy in the but end, that's because right? that's because she isn't so that that's all i saw like the the men especially in the beginning i think that god and the assistant guy sort of <laughs> why can't we remember his but name can't but every one of them is sort of projecting onto her a sort of oh i want you to be like oh you're gonna be this to me um mm. and it's all very a stereo i mean it's all different female yeah. stereotypes they're each projecting a different female stereotype onto her and so with the mark ruffalo it's like oh i love how wild and mm. like honest and crazy it's like it turns out oh no she's more complicated than that yeah. and suddenly he's like oh i can't handle mm. this but i also really want it because i can't control it and yeah, yeah that's a lot of women yeah, I mean, and they do make what, her. What women are complicated? Is yeah, this what shocking. you're saying? I mean, Come men on. are too. Throughout the whole <laughs> black and white period, like you, they do make her like an object of only sexuality for the most part. Like you're, as I was sitting there thinking, like, oh, this is like, oh, I knew sex was coming. I'm like, this is gonna be bad. Two guys in the house, and then the one assistant brings was, it up to him. Like, I was so nervous that the dad was gonna start fucking I, her. I know. Oh, yeah. And then he didn't, and I was like, oh, thank God, we're not gonna have yeah. that kind of movie. Um. Yeah, I thought that. I thought that too. And because that, that's what's so good about it. I felt it kept doing little like yeah. they kept like going just up to where it's like, oh no, this is about to be, and then it never was. When the um, Madame walked in in oh. just her corset, I was like, I oh thought, god, yeah. is she gonna assault? Yep. No, she's just gonna bite her her which stomach, is weird. which is weird. But also, she's not like right. freaking out to get away. I thought she was gonna end up being. Every time I kept thinking she was going to be entrapped everywhere. Like I thought she was going to be enslaved in the. But she always s- found a way out. Yeah, we'll which talk I think about is a theme. also yeah a theme of like she was continually trapped, and she continually well in the beginning she didn't know she was trapped, and then she could tell kind of like I think I'm being trapped, but I guess it's fine. And then she'd be like, Oh, I'm going to get in the box now. And then she slowly became like a, I'm not going to be trapped. I also know that you're trying to trap me now, and I'm not going to let you trap me. Mm-hmm. And then becoming more violent in her retaliation towards it. One that she intentionally, like, it's interesting, like, the end, she knows, right, when she's going to the the old husband, right, where she leaves, that's because she wants to find some things out. It's not because yeah. she wants to go yeah. have a life there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh. She's curious. And, 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 and she's confident that, I'm going to be able to take care of this, yeah, whatever happens. Yeah, I will happens. be able to leave no matter yeah. what it is. Um, let's talk about the pro-sex theme, because uh, I did really, uh, There, I had two thoughts on it, but I did really appreciate, like, oh, this is, I, like I said, I didn't feel like it was, like, dirty. Like, it's like, oh, this is sex, and, like, we make it so weird in our world sometimes, and I you love how. You also weren't the woman sitting next to a random single guy. Oh, yeah. watching this entire movie <laughs> i was sitting next to a random guy <laughs> yeah but you're also a man um, uh so hold on but that's my other like I, I i know that i have weird or different thoughts on sexuality than a lot of people but um i yeah, this is, goes with the drawings of penises i don't know why they always have to be so aggressive and veiny and and rah, like i get on my kids like this isn't how you draw a penis how often is your penis like that not as much as it it's it 
Is it just flaccid and it can be fine, and that's that's a part of it, and it's beautiful and pretty. Like I that didn't too. know your kids were drawing penises all the time. Oh yeah, well I drew penises all the time. Look at him. Um, he draws penises. Uh, and mine are <laughs> awesome. Oh, yeah. They have yeah. wings. They, they fly. Always have they wings. sometimes they're grazing over lakes. Um, it's beautiful. They don't have to be. You should make a. And we should oh, one that's like a minotaur. You, I want to do like an art gallery. Like uh, I think that Red Bull should hire you. No, because right. but I really do get upset because I'm like oh. Like, it doesn't have to be that way, but we make them that way. Even sometimes from a feminist perspective, it's always this aggressive baney, and I get why. Because in, in this movie, I was like, every time a guy had sex, it was very, it wasn't beautiful. It was like, uh, especially like, it was like pounding and against the wall, and like, and it was like, the, and I'm like, it doesn't always have to be that way, but. Uh, I mean, it wasn't always, I mean, that is inherently what sex is, though. Nor yeah. is that inherently bad. I mean, that was what. Yeah. What was it? That she the, called it the jumping a great. No, a, a, what, uh, yeah, the, but uh, when the other jumping. woman <laughs> came in and said, uh, "It was about that big guy who smelled really bad, like how uh, rough she said it, it was." It was more aggressive. She's like, "But it wasn't wholly bad." Yeah, I don't. I would think it's less about the uh, the, the way that they were having sex. I think it was more about the fact that she felt she had control over the situation. Mm, right. Yeah. And yeah. she does that, right? She does that very intentionally. She does. At the, she, at like, makes the guy have jokes and have right. a conversation. And she was like, actually, you don't smell too bad. Yeah. Okay. That was a great point. I love that. Yeah. I did like that. Yeah. No, I, I liked the sexual theme. I thought it was good. Um, yeah. What else? Anything else? I mean, sex is natural. Sex is good. Everybody Not everybody does it. Everybody should. Everybody should. Thanks, George Michael. Did he just die? Is he still not, alive? not just. He died, I think, Did he quite, die a while quite some ago? time ago. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I thought he was still alive. No. Oh. Um, so, Justin, can you talk a little bit about the art? Oh, my God. Yeah, please. Uh, what do you want me to say? Like, what do you uh, think about the art? Um... So it it took me a second to because in the beginning I thought it was real subtle, um, like because when it was black and white you're not seeing color. So I was just the only thing I noticed was uh, technology, mm. um, and it and as the movie went as she grew and uh, and I also love how she just was so graceful at the end of how she walked versus how yeah. not graceful in the beginning. Um, but as she grew more graceful, the art I think the colors grew more graceful and smooth and um i just the boat scene in particular i was very fascinated with i was really i wanted to see more of the sky and more of what they did with it but yeah i thought it was really really pretty what did you guys think about the difference between bella and the other creation that they made to try to replace her because they missed her I thought that was interesting. I couldn't figure out what I made of it because it's not like some women are just born right. dumb. Like that's not. Well, what is we're there a love versus love versus nurture thing there that with God character who didn't love nurture this one or was it nature versus nurture? I mean, uh, didn't nurture this new one no, like he did Bella because I think that he said something about like something about her and like who she how she was biologically made was just different mm. and like because also if you go back to where her life was before she lived in a very cruel world where she probably had to be smart to survive does that make sense what i'm saying that 
that Bella yeah. had lived in yeah. Oh, I was like, yeah. did we know this about that? I yeah. thought you were talking about the no, other girl. Bella. Yeah. And um, I don't I don't know what they were trying to get at there. I mean, so you do have a a real heavy father relationship, but I feel like at the end when she was playing catch with uh Prim, Oh, she finally started like to there's like a mother relationship she needs there. Connection. Yeah. I, see I don't think saying. Bella had a motherly relationship because it didn't seem like Prim ever liked her. Mm. Um Correct. But so she had a father. I love that you remember Prim's name. Well, she said it, and I thought of Hunger Games. Oh. And I was like, Prim. Yeah, I've only heard Prim that Rose. once. Okay. But we no, can't, actually, but we can't really remember good. the other dude's name. That's good, because once she just started to have a connection with Prim is when yeah. she started to progress faster. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I didn't think about that. When she had a... That, that woman had some sort of love for this this girl that she didn't have for Bella. Yeah. And they both seemed to be doing the same kind of like destructive behaviors yeah but maybe because she knew that the guy didn't god didn't hang out with her to to, to go back to god again Mm -hmm. what did you make of that so first of all i think that so god never mentions having a mother i don't think i think only only a father and it's only like a destructive kind of father Mm -hmm. and they may definitely make a point that he is a eunuch right yeah so they 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 desexualize him Mm-hmm. And and I just sort of wonder what like that idea mm-hmm. of like that the that that the sort of creator is basically a non-sexual being, right? That, I love that, that, it. I, that I, they've I, sort of done I this thing it. where where he ha- he himself has no mother, and then also because I think that they they really kind of make a point that even though we're afraid initially, oh shoot, there's gonna be the father is gonna try to do something sexual with his creation that. They make a big point of it being like, no, that's not yeah, mm-hmm. that's not who I am. And I feel like they almost have to do it because he's male. Yeah. They almost have to. They do. have to desexualize the male I mean, because if we, men are inherently aggressively sexual. But if we move into the God analogy more, I mean, God is not. Um, in men and stories, I should say, not uh, in general. Like God would be just an entity with no sex attributed to it, right? Like, yeah. Uh, which I liked that too. I like, I like, I liked refer, and I liked how there were some statements that she would make, and she's just referring to her dad, but everyone else, if they heard it, like I'm like, oh, that's a very religious sounding statement, um, that sounds a little bit more like holy than she would mean it. But I liked how it came through. I, I thought that was a fun play on themes there. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you could run a whole. Uh, theological theme through it, a sexuality theme through it, definitely yeah. a feminist theme through it. I knew it. that there yeah. was a feminist, a sexual, and I thought that there would definitely be like a, even like a, um, a, not even just a commentary on women, but a commentary on men and how men should treat women and the relationships that men mm-hmm. have with women and how you can, because the, the guy that she put on the book, the black man, like he was not destructive towards her. He helped open her eyes and you can be mm-hmm. that, partner to a woman without having to try to have sex with her and but he did wanna, but apparently he did want to destroy her he did say yes. that he wanted to hurt her but he apologized yeah. and then she said you're just a child right she said you're like a oh a, yeah a, ho- a broken child yeah or but he like admitted that. to it yeah yeah but so how d- that's interesting how do men like come off in the end of this because the only i mean you're right the only men who are like not kind of awful and selfish and destructive towards her are totally non-sexual yeah like they're like does she have is, is there ever a relationship with like a man where like 
it's almost like you can't have sex and it's like mm. if you're male you can't have both I of don't these think i don't know i don't think it's that i think it's probably more of a like lust versus love because she also talked about like well what do you, what scientifically does it like to feel love Mm. And so, yeah, like, what should, what should I be feeling? What inside? should I be feeling? And then Mark Ruffalo is just like, "Well, you'll know when you know." When is this? Does this feel different? She's like, "Well, yeah, it feels different." But in the context of her, like, everything feels different. Yeah. And yeah. so, you can't say that that's love. And so, maybe it's just lust versus love mm. commentary. I don't know. Well, and then uh, there's a. This is a. We can cut this out if it's weird. But this is a <laughs> conversation I have to have with people, other men, a lot. Is that your sexual appetite is not anyone else's responsibility, especially yeah. your significant other, your wife's? Like, because I think there's an inherent like, I have this appetite, and you're supposed to yeah uh, have the same one or react to it or bend to my appetite needs. I'll bend to yours, <laughs> like. And I felt that, especially with Mark Ruffalo's character. But almost now, I was I've been thinking about all the like, like my favorite thing about her was. Oh, she owned like, hey, my sexuality is my responsibility and mm -hmm. I can treat it how I want. Um, and I don't think men typically in the West are taught that sort of that this is no one else is responsible for your whatever desire you have is, is your issue. And if someone's not fulfilling that, that's not those your are called boundaries. Yeah. Good <laughs> job. We're learning. We're learning slowly. Um uh, you know, there was another, oh, so there was one other theme about not sex, but just the body. So you kept seeing uh, surgeries, you kept seeing open bodies. The whole thing was clearly about bodies. Willem Dafoe's face. She wanted to be a, like her ultimate dream was to be a doctor. doctor. And I don't know if that was because and she like her home like and God surgery. and everything else. But like there was something about surgery and doctor and bodies that... I I was like, man, they show a lot of these open-chested like uh, bodies, but I don't know. I don't also know what it, the the husband blamed her clitoris. Oh yeah, what was that? Yeah, for her wanting to explore and adventure the world. I guess because he just thought it was all sexual desires. I I think that. I don't think people I can be with a whore, man. That was real hard for I think these guys in this film. I think that. That's a good correlation between the way that in the movie, the aggressive men, because he was to the nth degree the most aggressive of all of them, and he just probably thought with his penis, and he thought with that, and he thought that, well, oh, so you're the same, I'm, I'm going to remove it so I can control you. Yeah. And like instead of realizing that she had more than between her legs, she had more in the between her mm. ears. Does that make sense what I yeah. just said? Yeah. He thought that that's where he was controlled by, that he could remove hers and control her. Yeah. I mean, that's another. I mean, this is more uh, blanketed, but like just insecurities in itself. Like just the I, uh, I think about uh, you hate this movie, but uh, chasing Amy. Yes. Uh, chasing Amy, like in the thing, the thing that Ben Affleck couldn't comprehend is that she had a sexual past that was too wild for him. And I've always remember thinking, ever since the first time I saw that movie, like, I just wouldn't care what someone's because I'm I'm fine with who I am. I don't know if I'm uh, dynamite in the sack or not. I have no idea. But like, I I like me and I like my things. Yeah. And so I don't. I wouldn't care what you 
But I don't think that's common. I think people do. That's not sexual common for past. insecure men. Uh, but I think most people are insecure. I think that's as I've gotten older, I just learned that most people have a lot of insecurities. Yeah. Um, but that was uh, I, that was especially with him. I was like, because he's like when he makes the dog. Uh, pour the soup on the sleigh i'm like yeah this is and he laughs la- laughs like a child yeah it's disgusting like, oh. well and she she has no insecurities actually which is really interesting in it right because it does she i'm trying to remember a moment in it no where she's open with her body she's because o- she's always in the, the yeah. shorts and every time she's sleeping or wakes up she's like legs open like just kind of just however she wants to be there's nothing like yeah shameful and about she started anything. wearing real dresses as the movie progressed not just not, not just, just the, the sleeves. Oh yeah, and the not crazy sleeves. The shorts, yeah. With the art, we should have talked about the the costuming too, because I she love. She did use a lot of them tr- to transition between mm-hmm. uh, phases, like that green like overrobe. She had nothing underneath of it, and then used it to cover up a little bit while she was still in the the whorehouse, and then we never saw it again. Do you think was it in, at all intentional, or is this just because that's just what Emma Stone looks like? But I kept thinking that she looked like Frida Kahlo at like a bunch of oh. points in it. Huh. And I'm just like I had no idea if that they were trying to that's play that up. Um, but like especially like her hair was like super dark and super long, super long, yeah. um, super long, and she does she have pretty eyebrows. intense eyebrows. eyebrows. Um, I don't know. Uh, what about just Emma Stone's performance? Do you guys feel like I thought she did so good? Uh, I I wonder what the stage direction is for like. Acts, uh, act like a child or act like you're never lived in the world before like and then how she had to slowly get out of it yeah the, the speech transition was amazing like yeah. that she was able to do that and it was like Believable. it never felt like there was a sudden jump from one thing to another it did feel like a slow transition over the movie to like by the very end it's like oh yeah you mean it wasn't like Nell right <laughs> <laughs> see him tag. wait w- wait what did- <laughs> 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 Matt ma- Oh shoot! I used to do, like there's see him Tay Tay in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <remember. laughs> it was like Mesa Pika Pay, Mesa Pika. What is it? And then he was able to defeat. <laughs> and Liam Neeson was able to figure out by like keeping one side of his face numb. He could talk like her after that. Anyways, we don't have to talk about Nell. <laughs> but there, there's your list. Your list like most to least successful. Like you know, talk weird performances. Do you think <laughs> she'll win? Oh, I hope she so. won. I thought I she was fantastic. She I thought she was so, so have you good. seen the it's the funniest meme I've seen. It's all the women oh who've been with, nominated with the and then of the, the, the very first indigenous woman ever to be nominated and it has all the other women going, Please don't pick me, please don't pick me. Because <laughs> that would be uh, And she uh, was in uh, Reservation Dogs. Was she? Yeah, she was uh when uh did you watch Reservation Dogs? I'm telling you, it's in my top three shows that's ever been on TV. Like, it is that good. Um I love it. It makes you it, like I laugh, I cry. Anyways, um, she when um, she when when uh, Alora Dannon goes to visit her uh, in prison. She's the one in prison. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, and there's a character named Alora Dannon, named after Willow, which is amazing. <laughs> Come on, See, Caleb. I'm not, I'm not getting the Willow references. Come I'm on, not, you get I haven't Willow seen references? Empire Records. I've never, I've never seen Willow. I have seen it, but, but um, seriously, Willow's not big. No, Reservation Dogs. <laughs> One of anyway. the best shows ever. Anyway, okay. wait. Stick with the show. Yeah, oh, yeah. I have like, wait, I have some like seriously like, like tons of questions. Oh yeah. about this. Oh yeah, yeah. bring it, like, bring them. Like okay, so you brought up the oh, thing. Wait, so remember, it it doesn't start black and white. Do you remember how it starts? Yeah. Because 
it's color is so important from the very beginning. I thought of this. Do you remember like the first scene? Uh, I don't know. Do I remember the first scene? I thought I did, but it's the lady. Oh, she has a blue dress on. Yeah, I could. I just pictured that in my head a blue dress. It's the blue and the because you can see the blue water, right? Yeah. So they're doing (gasps) all. Caleb, that was fun. I had no idea. They're doing a really cool blue color palette to start, and then yeah, it then ends up going to black Mm -hmm. and white. But like that hit me immediately. I'm like, Mm. oh, this color is popping on this. They're doing something with. Like this meant to be Maybe artistic. Maybe I will watch this again. Um, and I also felt, do you notice how, like, how I think until the very end, maybe it changed the end, the sky was never real sky. Like it was almost always sky that was, uh, it was painted. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, it was like paint, like oh, nothing was, mo- yeah. almost nothing, nothing moved. moved in the sky. There was never, also the light was always fake. Like there was never, mm-hmm. like the lights and shadows were carefully controlled throughout every scene. They it's were. never like, it's never like, yeah. oh wait, suddenly it's really bright. Oh, now it's super dark. No, it was like super artificial yeah. always in it, which I thought was I just thought it felt like very much like an art film. Oh, and what art did you think film. of the, so there were several shots that were fish-eyed, fish lens. Yes. And then several oh, shots yeah, that were like another, through a. Another, uh, like a pinhole. Like, yeah, pinhole. That's what I kept thinking. I thought yeah. about the pinhole the, the, as, the, the, like are we just getting her unique perspective, specifics, uh, and then the. The larger, like the fish-eyed See, I lens. kept thinking that that perspective was going to be a creature that he made that was following her around. <laughs> mm. Jaws cam. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> he made a cockroach that has a camera <laughs> as a head. Uh, and then uh, there's that. We didn't even yeah, talk the, the, about the half animals. Oh, yeah, the half that animals. No, even when her friends come and hang out, like no one's like, no, so not a big deal. So you want to talk about that dog-headed about? chicken? <laughs> we all did chuckle at this, though. Yeah, so the whole theater did. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack on that one. There's yeah, there's maybe I will watch it again. There's a lot to unpack. But it's now really that I've seen it, yeah. I also feel like, uh, in addition to to colors, also and like light and shadow, there's also a lot of texture in it. Like if you look at comp, like the things mm. she's wearing, and then def- like she the wears things with The soft floor. Weird. Did you notice the soft, the soft floor? floor was one? Yeah, the cushioned floor. I couldn't stop thinking yeah. about that. Yeah, I don't think I'm when they're lying the, together, God yeah. and. The guy who we can't mm-hmm. remember his name. Yeah. I noticed it well before then. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, it was wow. the same room. And when she walked oh. on that floor, it looked like uh, like oh. a I didn't like a really, tuffeted headboard. It was weird. And is it is it true that, like, so you mentioned the ship, and then I was thinking about the, like, you know, like the sky gondola things right oh that there yeah. is that still had like, wheels on them that i feel like and, th- and then there was of course the super bizarre like horse-drawn carriage except the horse had no only had a head yeah, yeah. like it feels like every form of transportation was some weird artistic kind of fantasy like mm. rendering and i was just kind of like oh mm. like does that mean something it's always like w- like when you're going from like in you know you know, moving from one thing to another. Because, um, I mean, that was what, there were, anything that was steampunk was either at Willem Dafoe's house or, or you're right, transportation. Because everything else was pretty, uh, you know, when they were in Paris, it was pretty period. Uh, and when they were in Greece, you're no. like, you the don't floor, think so? The floor was lit in Paris. Was it? I don't remember that. Because all the women were lit from below. Oh. Um. Yeah, the trans that is the windows were still kind of steampunky um, in the, the whorehouse. Yeah. 
and they're really intentional shots like intentional i remember the sky car because yeah i mean it's a really intentional kind of a longer oh they're in this thing that has wheels so i wonder what happens when it lands yeah. Uh, but that's when I thought, like, uh, Cinderella. It reminded me of Cinderella a little bit. I thought a little Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. There's a lot of Wizard of Oz to it. A now lot that of Wizard of Oz. It, yeah. And with the fake backdrops, the fake skies. Yes. That's very yes, Wizard of Oz. Uh, the green smoke coming out of the, billowing out of the. Uh, what if they happen in the same universe? <laughs> this is just the Wizard of we're Oz. We're just story. in the Wizard of Oz. They universe. were in Oz. This they is Ozma. This is Ozma. Her story. What, um, if, what if her whole thing is she needed a. Uh, brain oh, a heart had a brain courage heart. and <gasps> a home a home to go home and yeah. she went home in the end yeah she did oh shit guys did we just hop on something no were her shoes red i didn't look she got her courage she got out of the house yeah and she got a baby brain that grew into a big brain when she did go on her big adventure and then she had to learn to love yeah <sighs> guys did she have red shoes in the end i no. just, i hope that she had red shoes on no. when she walked into the house for the first time. I don't think so. It. Red shoes. There's no place like home. She did go home. Guys. Is there a Toto? Is there an Auntie M? <laughs> there are lots of Totos. They're, they're weird yeah, combined they're animals. There were definitely <laughs> balloon uh, oh, yeah, the things in the sky. Yes, that was one of the transportation things. Yep. That reminded me of Wizard balloons of Oz, too. Oh. Can you stop? <laughs> Sorry, know. it was like... Um... Wow. This was just a retelling of, the, of Frank... This was just Frankenstein meets the Wizard of Oz and the yeah. Three Stooges. Yeah, yeah. No, no now we just need a Van Helsing to come <laughs> in and no, <laughs> and meets Point Break. Yeah. Um. Oh, one 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 thing I just really like wanted y'all's sort of thoughts on with because there were, there was a part where I was like a little worried that where it was just because it was funny. Like the beginning of it was funny. There was a lot of humor to it. And a lot of that had to do with, like, how she responded to things because she was just blunt and, like, just responded with, like, how she felt. She was kind of, like, all id, pretty much. But then, and at some point I'm like, oh, okay, is the message really just like, oh, well, you know, women to be strong, you just have to, you know, don't give a fuck and do whatever you feel and blah, blah, blah. But then I thought, to me, what made it even, like, better was kind of like, oh, she sort of learned emotion and empathy, mm. but that didn't make her weak. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, to me, I'm like, oh, look, now mm. now she, like, has this thing where she cries and feels, like, other people's pain, but actually she's, like, that in no way, mm. like, reduces. Weak, reduces her at all. Yeah, it's that's like she really actually good. grows and grows and grows and gets stronger and stronger. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, I really like that a lot. Yeah. Although yeah. I do feel like they sort of, I, I feel like they kind of introduced and then sort of dropped the whole like, I'm going to improve the world thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I right. Feel like they did, they oh did no, a- see, I think that's an idealistic twenty early mid twenties. Okay. okay. I feel like that's an idealistic twenties thing. Yeah, I'm giving all my like, money away. Like, oh, I'm going to go to socialist party, and then you're just like, I'm going to stick closer to home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes or sense. I knew I knew all these people who were uh, man. We're just going to go live with the homeless. Yeah, for no reason. Like, One, and actually, that's like you make a really good point because I hadn't thought about this, but obviously that money never gets to yeah the people that mm-hmm. she's and, and yet she and she doesn't even know that it never no. gets there. Mm. She's still at a point where she believes that this intention she had is now yeah making things better. But she's still naive in right. the in the act of it. Oh, and I love how she was like, "Oh, I had money the whole time." 
yeah. a lot of it. I forgot all about that money. I totally dress. did. Too. No, I know. I knew it the whole time. I was like, I I saw him sew it in there. I was like, they gotta. Be, I, I was waiting for him to bring it back the whole time. Um. All right. Any last thoughts before we go into at home recommendations? I think I'm gonna rewatch it, and it's a solid four. Yeah, I have to rewatch it too. I might too. I, I, I want to see this. So I kept thinking, Justin, of you, because like, I know that you've done um, for uh, Miracle Valley mm. that you did, you know, you did storyboards and stuff right, a mm-hmm. little bit. Like, yeah. I, like so many of the scenes in this look like that is probably exactly what the storyboard mm. looks like. That just looks like a piece of art that you would put on the wall. And it, I do love the idea. I, yeah, I wonder, I even wonder if there was, because I, I guess I've seen this, like very separate kind of storyboards, like, Hey, we just want you to do vehicles like and be you're not even I feel like you're not even in on what the story is about. Just do some funky vehicles that look good in this Victorian uh, steampunk kind of world. Uh, no, I bet it was really fun. I do like I also as soon as you said the painted backgrounds, I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't move. I like that. Yeah. Um. OK, at home recommendations. We've been watching it. So this one, you can say anything that's new or not new, as long as they can watch it at home. What have you been watching? I'm not going first. I will go first. I will say you have to watch Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, It's Donald Glover. I wanted to watch it. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Um, It's it's eight episodes. They're all out. Um, It's not at all like the Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I mean, they are, but it's like, did you watch Atlanta? No. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, Donald Glover just everything is so artsy and so well done and so thought out. So it's like almost a spy kind of movie, but it's not about like you know crime of the week or caper. Like they, it's not about them being spies. It's about a relationship that they have, and it's just he's just really good. I like him a lot. Um, so I would say that. Uh, other than that, oh, I'm. I think. No, I started True Detective because people kept telling me to. But I s- watched season one, which was good. Kind of got bored in season two. But they told me to start this new season. And it seems all right. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not recommending that you one. You mean the Jodie Foster season? Yeah, yeah. Season, I don't know. I haven't I'm watched it. I'm only an episode in, so I probably haven't given it the time. But yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That's my recommendation. On Amazon Prime. Cool. Um... All right. Well, my this is this one is not new, but I just mm. I just discovered it. On I mean, talk about like Seinfeld. strong strong women and strong performances by women. Uh, Mayor of Easttown. Oh, I Mayor I've heard it's of really Easttown. Good. What it's HBO? Kate, yeah, and Kate Winslet. Oh my God! Oh, it, it's I've un- heard about this one. Oh, she is so good in it. And to think back and be like, wait, is that? Is that actually the same person who was in Titanic? It's like you couldn't, you would yeah. never in a million years. And I don't mean just like, I mean, obviously she's older and physically looks different, but just like acting wise, you would not mm. guess those were the same. What's the same premise of it? I've heard it's good. She's a detective in a small town. Oh. Um, and basically that. there is a murder and girls. Some girls have gone missing. But, you know, it's really sort of about. You know, one of th- one of those the entanglements of a small town and how you know connected everyone is and mm. how complicated that makes life. Yeah. Okay. 
Smash, what do you got? Um, I've not been watching anything fun. Nothing fun. I have really been re-watching a lot of stuff because that's what my brain can handle. Mm. I've been re-watching a lot of The Office. I've been watching Vanderpump Rules because the new season just started. Mm. Dog the Bounty Hunter. My wife's been re-watching Who's the Boss. Oh, wow. Uh, it is fun to see uh, the themes that come up in that show and all the actors that roll in that are really young in that show. And I, I Tony's way cooler than I remember him being. <laughs> like, I kind of thought he was just like the meathead, uh, kind of dumb. And she's re- like, he's really good dad and he's smart. And like, and Angela's like, like super power woman, man. Like she's oh, yeah. like, I, the whole time I was like, man, this is kind of cool for being such an old show. I'm even trying to look through and see if I have anything that I'm forgetting. And it, I, I'm coming up blank guys. No, oh, I watched everything in uh, last month. I also, if I cannot, it's on Prime. It's available on Prime. I cannot recommend it enough. Is Saltburn? Oh, you love. Oh, Saltburn. I've been wanting to see that. Oh, Is that dude, it's so good. It's. Uh, on that would be worth a good conversation afterwards. I would love to hear your thoughts on Saltburn. I mean, uh, it's been it's been a hot coal from most of the people I talked to. People who really it. like it. I love or it. Or people really disliked it. It's a thought provoker. Uh, I think that wraps up our poor things episode. Uh, Dr. Paul, thank you so much for your insight. Cinema Toast Crunch. Yes. Caleb. Um, I love to sit and listen to you uh, come up with great ideas and thoughts on movies. Um, Ashley. Justin. It's always a pleasure. My name's not Ashley. Oh, sorry. Cinemaiden. Okay. Yes. I think I've called you Ashley like 10 times. You have. Oh. It's fine. I always <laughs> have. I was never into that kind of thing. Um, but... Uh, it was good to, have to be with you guys tonight. Yeah. Uh, and that's it for tonight. And maybe next time we'll see you at the movies. Mm-hmm.